You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And to get this show every day, I need you to subscribe to Locked On Mets wherever you get your podcasts. Google, Apple, Spotify, Himalaya. Also, don't forget when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Mets. For today's show, I'm going to continue the conversation from yesterday talking about the catching situation. I just did a report card on Tomas Nito. Today I'm going to focus on Wilson Ramos in the first half and grade out his season. Then in the second half, I'm going to talk about some potential free agents that could be signed by the Mets to correct what was a net negative position in 2019. Before we get to any of that, though, I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, check me out on Twitter, at FinkelsteinRyan. You can also find some of my writing about the Mets at MetsmerizedOnline.com. So on yesterday's show, I said that Wilson Ramos put together one of the best offensive seasons for a catcher since Mike Piazza. And I still stand by that. He was very good. He hit 288 with a 351 on base percentage. Those are great marks for your starting catcher. The one place where he struggled was driving the baseball, something that I talked about a lot throughout the season. His slugging percentage was 416. That is a far cry from the 487 slugging percentage he had in 2018. And so that drove his OPS down to 768 when it was 845 the season before he hit free agency. Now the reason for that is he only had 14 home runs and 19 doubles, good for 73 RBIs. And so when you talk about someone with 136 hits, 33 of those were for extra bases. Most of his hits were coming as singles. And for someone as slow as Wilson Ramos, those singles do not translate into a ton of runs. He scored 52 runs on the season despite getting on the bases 180 times. So that's just telling you that there's some empty calories in Wilson Ramos's numbers just based on the type of player he is and the team he's playing on. And so when you look at him around the league, he is still one of the best offensive catchers that we saw in 2019. When it comes to batting average, he led the league for catchers at the 288 mark. When it comes to RBIs, he had the fourth highest mark with his 73. Gary Sanchez and Yasmani Grandal both had 77. And JT Real Muto had 83. So two of those other catchers that the Mets contemplated bringing in in the offseason. Really, their choice A and choice B with Real Muto being their first choice and Grandal being their second choice. Both had more RBIs than Ramos. And way more home runs. You had Real Muto with 25 and Grandal with 28. Comparing Ramos to the rest of the league now as just a hitter amongst baseball, you will see that Ramos is just above league average. I know that that's shocking to say when you're talking about someone who hit 288, 
but it shows you again the lack of power and how that translates because baseball references their stat OPS plus and Fangrass has their stat weighted runs created plus with both of these metrics being used to calculate what a player's value is as a hitter compared to league average with league average being 100. Ramos's OPS plus was 107. His weighted runs created plus was 105. So these numbers are telling you that Ramos was an above average hitter and when you're getting that level of offensive production from the catcher position, which is hard to find, that is a very positive thing to take from it. I will say that both Real Muto and Grandal had better weighted runs created plus than Ramos. For Real Muto, it wasn't much better. He had a 108 mark compared to Ramos's 105. But Grandal had a great season with a weighted runs created plus of 121. So he was clearly the best option and someone the Mets maybe should have spent a little bit extra money to get. Now, when it comes to Ramos, you can't ignore the defense. And that's the big thing that's going to drag his report card grade down. Because as I talked about on the Tomas Nito episode yesterday, you can't have someone defensively as poor as Wilson Ramos. Because you can't even value what impact that's having dragging down your pitching staff. Getting a smaller strike zone. Maybe he doesn't call the best game. Not good at holding the running game. There's a lot of things that Ramos does not do well now defensively. And it's hard to understand what that does for a team when it comes to the standings at the end of the year. I still stand by what I said yesterday where I said that if you had Grindal on this team and he put together the same season that he just did with the Brewers... The Mets are a playoff team, in my opinion. When you look at the defense between those two guys, there's no question who's better. You have Ramos with his minus 13 defensive run save, his frame stat by Fangraphs, catchers framing runs above average, was minus 7.6. Gradal led all catchers among baseball with a plus 17 in that category, so he steals strikes He is a really solid defensive catcher, and that would have made a huge impact on everything the Mets did. And I'm going to talk about Grandal a little bit more in the second half, but when it comes to Ramos' season and I have to give him a grade, it's really tough for me to juxtapose what he did offensively to what I know he hurt the Mets with defensively. When you talk about an offensive season, this guy probably ranks pretty high up, an A-, minus, a B plus. when you get that level of production from a catcher. The defense drags the grade down. I'm going to give him a B-, minus because altogether, he was solid for the Mets at a position where they have really struggled for the past decade. And I do give him a lot of credit for staying on the field, playing 141 games, a career high, in a year where the Mets could never have expected that level of health. So he gets a little bit of bonus points when it comes to durability. But can the Mets expect him to be that durable in 2020? Should they keep him on the roster for his bat alone and ignore the impact of what he is doing to them defensively? That's something that I'm going to talk about in just a minute. 
All right, Mets fans, let's continue this discussion on the catching position. And first, I want to start with Yasmani Grandal here and talk about what he did offensively for the Brewers because, to me, it was a far bigger impact than what the Mets got out of Ramos. For a catcher, Grandal has great plate discipline. He sees the ball well. He draws a lot of walks. He drew 109 walks this year which was the fourth best mark across all of baseball. The hitters ahead of him are Alex Bregman, Reese Hoskins, and Mike Trout. So the plate discipline is great, and he had awesome power numbers with 28 home runs, 26 doubles, two triples. That gave him a great 468 slugging percentage. He scored 79 runs. Compared to Ramos who scored 52. He's not quite as slow as what we see from Ramos. And so I think that the dream scenario for the Mets in 2020. Would be to find a team in the American League. Who would be willing to take on Ramos's salary. I wouldn't even expect any players back in return. A player to be named later. Some flyer relief pitcher maybe. It doesn't really matter who you get back. If you can clear that money off the books and then spend a little bit extra and bring in Yasmani Grindal on a three-year deal, something like that, I do believe that this team gets a lot better for the next couple of years. And I think that Grindal takes the pitching staff and makes everyone on it better. Maybe Edwin Diaz is better. Maybe Juris Familia is better with Grindal behind the plate at the end of games. But if you had that, Instead of Wilson Ramos, who's going to continue to struggle defensively, all of a sudden, you don't have to worry about who is catching a Noah Syndergaard start or all of these things. A lot of problems kind of wash away. The only thing is, I just don't know if the Mets are going to be able to move Ramos, and I also don't know if they're going to be willing to because they might ignore defense as this franchise has traditionally done in the past and just say, you know what? He was clearly a top five, if not a top three, offensive catcher in 2019. So let's just keep him. Let's hang on to him. He's great with the bat. He knows our pitching staff now, so he found a nice groove with Jacob deGrom. We figured some things out. It's not worth spending the extra money trying to find a deal to get Ramos off the books, bringing Grindal in. There's just too many variables there, so we're going to stick with Ramos. And if that's the case, I do think it's worth exploring a better backup catcher than Tomas Nito. There are some intriguing options in free agency that could come in, be a backup catcher, fill in as the starter if Ramos gets hurt because what are the chances that he has two straight years with that level of health? And so there's a couple guys here who can come in, maybe provide a little more offensively and be a much better defensive option than Ramos and about as good of a defensive option as Nito is. So the first guy to talk about is Jan Gomes. Now Gomes has a $9 million option to remain with the Nationals, which they might pick up. If they don't pick it up, the one thing you like about Gomes is he's a good defensive catcher. He was worth five defensive runs saved in 2019, and he's got a little bit of pop to his bat. He is not an easy out like Tomas Nito is. 
Dating back to 2015, Gomes has hit basically double-digit home runs every single year. In 2015, he had 12. In 2016, he had 9, only playing in 74 games. He then had 14 in 2017, 16 in 2018. And this year, playing in 97 games, he had 12 home runs. Now, he only batted 223. He had a 316 on on-base percentage, a slugging percentage of 389. So he is not the best offensive catcher. His weighted runs created plus was 79, but... He's a solid defensive catcher, and he is a big step above what we saw out of Tomas Nita, which was someone that didn't give the Mets really any production offensively. Now, another guy to talk about is Martin Maldonado. Maldonado has been widely regarded as one of the best defensive catchers in baseball, with his best season coming in 2017, when he was worth a whopping 22 defensive runs saved for the Angels, his catcher framing runs above average is 21.6, so he was incredible that year. He hasn't been quite that good since, but he's still been solid. This past year, he was worth eight defensive runs saved, and this was in a year where he had to work with three different pitching staffs because he was moved around a lot. He started with the Royals. He then had a little bit of a cup of coffee with the Cubs, and then he finished the year with the Houston Astros, where he is right now playing in the World Series. I'm recording this early in the day on Wednesday, so I do not know what happened yet in Game 7 tonight between the Nationals and the Astros. So maybe Maldonado is a World Series champion as you're listening to this. I do not quite know. Now offensively, Maldonado is not much better than Gomes. About the same type of player. 213 average, 293 on base percentage. 378 slugging percentage, did run into 12 home runs, had 46 RBIs. His weighted runs created plus was 76. So we're talking about someone better than Nito, but not going to give you the type of offensive production you get from your starting catcher in a Wilson Ramos. Here is the player that I really like for the Mets that I think they should strongly consider bringing in, though. And that is Alex Avila. Avila brings a little bit more offensive production to the table. He had nine home runs and had 22 RBIs this year, only playing in 63 games with about 200 plate appearances. He hit 207, but he had a 353 on base percentage. So he drew his walks and had a slugging percentage of 421. When you grade him compared to the league, his weighted runs created plus is 97. So this year, he was about a league average hitter. In 2018, he wasn't. His weight runs created plus was 67. The year before that, it was 125. The year before that, it was 105. The point being, this is someone who has some offensive prowess in his past. And he's also a very good defensive catcher and a leader that's been around the league for a very long time. This past season, Avila was worth 7 defensive runs saved. The year before that, he was worth 6. So... This is someone who has gotten better with age when it comes to his defense, really takes it upon himself to work with the pitching staff, and I just think a veteran like that would probably be a better option than Tomas Nito off the bench, someone who can provide a little bit more offensively, might have some more power, a major league veteran who's going to give you a quality at bat, and is going to catch a good game behind the plate. All told, the catching position is a huge question mark for me, going into 2020. I have 
little confidence that the Mets are going to address the position in the offseason. And I do think it is something that is going to hold them back moving forward. The best case scenario at this point is for Grandal to be the catcher in 2020. The worst case scenario is you have Wilson Ramos. You have Tomas Nito as your two guys going into the season. Ramos runs into an injury. And all of a sudden you're left with Tomas Nito being a de facto starter. And then you're out in the trade market trying to address a position of need. And you're going to have to forfeit maybe some prospects to address the position. When if you are proactive now, you might find a much better solution at a cheaper cost in the offseason. But who knows? We are still very early in the offseason process. The hot stove hasn't even been turned on yet. So once it does, maybe we will see if this is something that Brody Van Wagen and his team are going to prioritize and address before we get to spring training. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Mets.